Welcome to That's Dope, the podcast where we talk about dope things. My name is God's Will. We have co-host Delmar here and our wonderful special guest, Queen, who is going to be talking to us about psychology in our minds. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> oh, Perfect, y'all. Thank you, guys. And of course, we are in a special location, which is Delmar's living room. Cause, we love that. Yeah, we, we get to finally like see each other in public. And, and, yeah. I feel a little bit toasty. Like, I'm a ton of We don't have the social week. distance. It's okay. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Cooties, they still exist. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. I know. So it's like, I mean, I saw you during like Christmas time-ish. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But still, it's nice. It was very like, brief. Yeah. It was, it was like, very brief. We yeah. had so much fun. I missed fun. you. Yeah. Oh, I missed you. We always too. got to hang out before. And you know, yeah, there's Delmar. Not that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving because me, see yourself out. <laughs> me and Queen always see each other, so That's I'm loving the, the reconnection of two of I call best right. friends reconnecting with each other. So this I is true. It. It's a beautiful thing. When I met you, it was like an instant connection with you, like with you, mm-hmm. and I, I was very inspired with you. I was like, oh my god, he is so. We should have cool. done video. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was so inspired by him because at the time you just got your masters and everything and you were super creative and I was still trying to figure out what it meant to step into my own creative energy and I saw you just do it effortlessly and just be yourself and I'm like oh my god like I love him he's so cool I want to be friends with Dang, him. thank you that means and so now much here we are. Like, wow you're like one of the main inspirations of me getting my master's in the first place because I'm like if he can get his master's and just be a creative little weirdo I love that that's perfect <laughs> that's that a too. perfect way to, to sum me up and yes thank you yeah. so much You're wow welcome. wow thank you very much had to, had to put put it out there okay like we're not strangers all right I'm just I you know I'm man. like okay don't cry on camera don't cry on camera do it uh, uh, well, like, yeah. I was like I was like fight real fight. man cry real man cry <laughs> right <laughs> well that means so much thank you so much of wow of course well thank you for having me I'm like so happy to be here yeah yeah, yeah. I mean we've been like me and Dunn were talking for a while we were like yeah we should have you on and I was like hey I'm coming to town so why not bring her over and just talk to her actually you know yeah. like actually like, we do need it. some more powerful women yeah who we got and I was oh, like, yeah. bro, we got the perfect this, friend. And right yeah. he was like, I'll hit her up. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing against like, you know, anybody else. But it's yeah. like, yeah, like we want like someone that was like a cool example, you know, of just like mm-hmm. doing your life, you know, and right. making some progress with it. And oh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful you, to hear you, what's you going on. Your master's too. Yeah. I do have my master's. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. Sometimes I forget that I have a master's yeah. degree until someone reminds me. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I did that. You don't have to repress <laughs> all the, the hard, hard That's labor you had to get it to it, right? It wasn't hard. Really? Like, my master's was not difficult. Wow. I think it was a lot easier than my bachelor's. Actually, no, just high school. Actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, slight flicks. High school, no, it's not, high school I, was tough, honestly. It was Wasn't kind it? of. Well, I think it was primarily tough for me because there were external factors that were just causing issues with mm. me just progressing forward. And of course, like when you're in high school, you're in this like interesting phase of trying to understand yourself, but yeah. also make with the decision so of what others. you want to do. Yeah. So it's like a weird and hormones but, and yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. A lot of growing pains. Yeah. They tell you, know? you to be an adult when you're really just trying to figure out what you are, right? Yeah. Like, mm. And for me, like in high school, like I was getting my associates at the same wow. time. So you had to know what you wanted to do because you're you locked into a degree. Yeah, you're locked into a degree, A, and then B, as soon as you graduate, you're going to be put straight into your program. Like, mm-hmm. forget all, like, the little prerequisite classes or whatever that you had to take. Mm-hmm. You were just, just going to skip all yeah, that. Wow. Skip all Although, that. you know, low-key, like, I think, like, the, the, the you know, prerequisite classes are pretty mm-hmm. cool, right? Like, they you know, are, yeah. get to meet people that you probably would never talk to ever again, you know? <laughs> hey, there's a history major person, and there's someone who's in mechanical physics, right? Yeah, that's true. I did kind of get a lot of that out of the way. I mean, we basically went from... Being at the high school classes, going, going to college, campus. yeah, Man. and all that jazz. So. That's a lot. It was interesting. Yeah. You did Fun it. times. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. You got it accomplished. Wow. I did it. Now that took a different type of like that. That was when I had to discover like who I was mm-hmm. and get a little glimpse of the type of determination and motivation I have to do what I want to do. Uh-huh. It started like right. Like kind of right there, so wow. it was interesting. interesting okay, <laughs> and I guess like what have you figured out so far now? Like now that you got your degree, and also what's mm-hmm. your degree in? So, well, which one? Uh, yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Now, now another you're a master. Slight flex. I was like, another no, slight flex. 
<laughs> yeah, what's your master's in? My master's is in psychology, emphasizing in forensic psychology. Wow, forensic psychology. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So my basically, I will be psychoanalyzing criminals and those that are locked up. Wow. And helping them, you know, reintegrate into society. But also, we are called in if someone were to plead like the insanity defense or anything like that, which I'm sure. Yeah, we hear about, about, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. sort of like, what, you know, like, how does that even come across, does, right? Does that <laughs> happen a lot in real life? Cause yeah. All, I've only seen it in too. movies and shows, but is mm-hmm. that a real... Surprisingly I'm, I'm enough, it doesn't. Okay. Um, it's a very... I wouldn't say it's rare. It's just something that's not very common. Okay. I think the most famous like story I feel like a lot of people have heard of pertaining to the, to that would be like Jeffrey Dahmer uh-huh. and everything like that, where he plead the insanity defense. And it worked? No, it didn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> because they brought in a psychologist. They were like, ah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it was like, no, he he, he liked this. <laughs> yeah, wow. so that was kind of what, I think what kind of, what's the word? Like, it really set the stage mm-hmm. of just, like, psychology and things like that where, you know, that case in particular, as it, start, it made you had a different perspective mm-hmm. of just how people can be mm-hmm. and all of the grotesque things that they can be a part of and be okay with it. Mm. But then when you do more digging, you start to see the little steps that led to how he was and how any criminal is like, no, no one just is born a criminal. Yeah, I would hope you not. Know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, something <laughs> you know, I always wonder, I was like, how many evil people are, are like born, born, you're born into situations that, that can, you. that can make the you environment, the environment for sure. There's okay. a lot of different factors, but, uh, yeah, that's my. Show. Wow, no, no, that's super cool. I, I'm glad you're telling us that actually. Like, yeah. I, what made you want to get into that though? So, funny <laughs> yeah, it's side like story. You, you know, when people say psychology, I'm like, oh, you want to talk to people in armchairs, and then it's like, wait, wait, forensic like, oh, psychology. How do you feel? Okay, yeah. So, this is a very interesting backstory. So, I hope you guys I'm, are. We're here. Look, that. This is why we brought you here, right? Right. <laughs> so, um, I grew up in a very. Um, I mean, my parents they gave me the love and affection that. I needed to, you know, be the loving person I am now. However, they were dealing with their own, you know, issues at the time. My parents were divorcing, mm-hmm. and then my mom ended up in a very, you know, domestic violent um, situation. And for me, I had to step into the role of being the caretaker or being in the role of the parent at a very young age. Wow. And being in that situation it kind of isolated me from what you know the things that the outside world was doing things that kids my age were doing and I found my comfort in books I found it in learning new things despite the fact that I was dyslexic and I had no idea wow. so dealing with the learning disability being bullied at school and then also coming home and dealing with the domestic violence and always being on high alert I still wanted to learn I still wanted to figure out how I can get my mom out of the situation that she was in and I had heard about school this magical land called college and, um, you know it didn't really click but I found little things that I was really good at and one of those was science I love science and I love history and I was at this playground and I found a fossil in our playground. A fossil in the yes, playground? Wow. It's very interesting. I, so I was such a loner. I just like walk <laughs> around. <laughs> I would like walk around and I was so interested in just like looking at rocks and things and I found a fossil. And ironically enough, you know, science class was right after. Hey, uh-huh. um, and they were talking about fossils. They were hey. talking about archaeology. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds so interesting. So. I got into that, but at the same time, I got into space too. So I wanted hey. to be an astronaut. How old are you by the way at this time? Like I was oh, like fourth, fourth grade, fifth grade. Wow. Fourth, fifth okay. Grade. So elementary still. Oh yeah, playgrounds. Yeah. Wow. Right. They don't do that Come after. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> sad times. Um, this, this is the time of fossils where you just got them and had to brush. You just brushed them off, right? You <laughs> wasn't really doing. Yeah, no, I was like, ooh, pretty rock. (laughs) So So space exploration, fossils. Right, I was really big Uh into space. I was so convinced that I was going to be an astronaut. And then, (laughs) no, for real. Uh I I, I had the telescope. Uh I would... I felt like Galileo because I would sit outside for hours and watch the stars and map out how they were changing and like the constellations I was seeing. I'm such a nerd. Wow. I mean, that's tight. No, I like that. I wish I, I wish I knew someone who was down to do that. You know, like I was still, Hey, just let me know. (laughs) Let me know. I'm super down. But, But basically, um, 
you know, I was so set on that. And then I actually met an astronaut and he had a mental breakdown in front of me. Wow. This is so As a kid? Yeah. Wow. He had a mental breakdown because he's like, they kill people in space and they're never going to tell you what happened about Apollo. And I was like, maybe he knows more than we do. I don't I was, know. It was we very interesting. <laughs> it was very interesting. Wow. I'm like, dude, you just came for show and tell. Like, why are you? <laughs> <Wow>. Yeah. Saying <laughs> all this. Right? I was asking him a lot of questions. I was mm-hmm. like, so black holes, <laughs> you uh-huh. know, things like that. Yeah. You th- normal, really good questions for astronauts. You would hope, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you would hope so. But um, <laughs> mm. that's how I got into archaeology. And I just had a You're like, no space for exploration for yeah, me. Yeah, no. And on top of that, I started thinking to myself, good. space is unpredictable. And I don't like things that are unpredictable. And Facts. I don't want to die in space. So Seems easier to die than not, right? <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know. With, you chose the right field. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun for sure. Yes. Um, but with archaeology, I was set on that for a really long time and mm-hmm. I wanted to be in different subfields like paleontology which is like studying like dinosaurs and things like that mm-hmm. um and then Egyptology because I was really big into like Egyptian mythology mm-hmm. and I know a bunch of w- weird facts like I'm gonna ask just, you some I'm okay, gonna ask you some later <laughs> we could totally have like a Egyptian yes. you know like little trivia oh section. yeah oh yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna pepper it throughout okay you do that then yeah. <laughs> but um and I wanted to do that for a really long time. And I think it wasn't until I was 13, mm-hmm. I was telling my godmother, because she would, we would have very deep discussions. And she would be like, oh, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be an archaeologist. And she's just like, you want to dig in the dirt for the rest of your life? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, that? she said, pretty girls don't dig in the dirt. Oh, wow. And <laughs> that changed. I mean, like, maybe she's right. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, that shattered my dreams. And then I felt like I didn't really have one for until, you know, a couple months later. <laughs> okay, there we go. And, Life wasn't always horrible. <laughs> you know, this kind of ties into kind of like what I was dealing with in childhood. I wanted to bring justice. I wanted to really understand people and I wanted to understand my situation more and anthropology kind of came up and I didn't want to be like a doctor or a mm-hmm. lawyer or anything or like that. A professor type of deal. Yeah, I didn't want to do any like anything pertaining to that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring justice in a different way. Okay. So with anthropology, so I discovered forensic anthropology. So that's um, people that figure out how pe- others died, you know, whether like, and they're used, you know, in the police force and things like that okay. as like death investigators. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that because when you go into Walmart or you get those Amber alerts that people are missing mm-hmm. or you see photos of so many different people that are gone, it's like their families are left with like a hole in their heart because they don't have closure. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like there were a lot of things in my life very early on that I didn't get closure for. And that was a very ugly feeling. And I wanted to be able to at least let a family know that I'm trying to give them closure right. and help them in that way. So I had set my mind on that at like 14, 15 wow. and kept with that all throughout um, high school and college. And, you know, the more I was delving into my field, the more that I became more confident with, you know, what I can give because of course I was still dealing with my learning disability at the time also I was diagnosed with and you said you were dealing with that like yourself pretty much yeah wow and, like yeah I was like how would you correct and, that it's very interesting I had to really teach myself how to learn all over again and how I can process information mm-hmm. and that did, did you keep hard. all that to yourself did you try I, to reach out to anyone I did but people made fun of me Damn. until I got to high school oh and I was dealing with a lot of other things too at a very young age I was dealing with an eating disorder I was dealing with depression and suicide at a young age because I felt like there were so many pressures on me to just deal with my situation and mm-hmm. kind of keep the domestic violence like a hush hush type of thing mm-hmm. and on wow. top of that I because of all the stress and everything I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism at a very young age and my hair was falling out it was like what this is, close what is that can you explain that yeah uh, basically so this right here is like a butterfly gland and it's the thyroid and it controls all the hormones in your body and hypo meaning there's a lack, a lack of, of it. Mm-hmm. right so I'm not producing enough of the thyroxine hormone to regulate all my other hormones. So this causes issues in everything. And if it's not attended to, you end up getting thyroid cancer, which I was very close to having thyroid cancer. My hair was falling out. They're putting me on very, very heavy medication at a young age. And with hypothyroidism, that's something that women commonly get when they're in their 20s. And I was getting it like in 
early in middle school. Wow. So dealing with that, I still wanted to be better. I still wanted to figure out how I can move forward. And, you know, again, my goal was to help my mom, to help my brother and get us out of that situation because I just didn't understand. And so went to high school. That was fun. You know, that was a whole little moment. Uh And went to college. And I remember taking my first, like, forensics class, and I hated it. And then, because I felt like the teacher was rude. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> And then, that's you know, fair. of course, I got a little bit older and more... Deeper into the You know, field. deeper into everything. Uh-huh. And, of course, fell in love with it. Loved it very much. But I felt like if I was going to be on crime scenes, if mm-hmm. I was going to be doing all these different things, there's a level of trying to put yourself in the perspective of the killer, not just with <laughs> the... Not just with the... Um, like the victim itself uh-huh. and the victim's family. Cause I'm a very empathetic person. I could put myself in all those just different perspectives, but to put yourself in the offender's point of view is different. And I kind of was trying to figure out how I can get a forensic anthropology degree. And it was, you know, I was about to graduate and I was, my mom was like, you should take a break. I was like, no, I'm going to go get my master's. Hey. And I didn't want to take the test, like the GRE. G- uh-huh. Oh, I didn't want to do that. So, and I couldn't find any schools online at the time to do forensic anthropology. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go do psychology. Like, why not? And forensic psychology was available. So I decided to do it. And I felt like that really added on to everything I had learned. And it wasn't like I never understood why people did the things that they did it's just that I wanted to be able to articulate those things and be able to help people and I truly believe that every person deserves help every person deserves to have someone to listen and to understand even though they might not completely get them and I think you know whether you are someone that murdered 10 people or whether you're someone that's the most like you know faith Christian giving you know, woman, saint, um, you know, saint uh-huh. or whatever. Um, everyone deserves help. Everyone has issues that they don't. You, like I said, you're not born into having all these issues. These issues get you know kind of projected onto you because your parents haven't dealt with their problems, and it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. And when you start to look at everybody as like, why do you act that way? And what happened? And do you need someone to really listen to you? Because no one really proposes that because mm-hmm. that's not something that's praised in our society so it's like the long story wow, I mean, of was, where i am right now it was a great yeah i mean that was a great yeah, deep story honestly I and everything like, kind of you know connected because uh-huh. to this day i mean i love astronomy i love archaeology archaeology is a sub uh, field of anthropology what's your what's your full astrology sign <laughs> she astronomy, not astrology. Right? I mean, I do. Like, <laughs> well, I'm I, just saying that she knows all of that too. Uh, I do because I love studying anything that's just ancient knowledge. But also, give us a random Egypt fact too. Oh. Okay, did you know that there that okay? So in the underworld, you, your heart has to be weighed by the feather of truth. I think that's what it's called. Oh wow! It's and, the underworld hill or Hades or it's it's called the. Why is my mind blinking? Uh-huh. Anywho, yeah. it's called, the underworld. Huh? The underworld, right? Uh-huh. Well, so when you go, Osiris, you know who's the god of the underworld and mm-hmm. stuff. He's waiting there, but before you can meet him, the dog. and no, that's no, no, Cerberus. No. Oh, okay, no, that's Greek. What? That's Greek. And he's not what a dog. There's the black dog. That's okay. Anubis. 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 There we go. Okay. And he's going to play a part. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. We're jumping. I'll stop in. You're jumping. So many different. We're in the story. Right, like. <laughs> so basically, your heart has to be weighed in order to reach like the quote unquote heaven. Uh-huh. And the heaven is basically that you are working in a field because you're creating generational wealth for oh, those wow. that are. Still, still living. Okay. So that's kind of like the concept with that. Um, bringing back like labor and stuff like that is a good thing. Okay. Um, hard work. So basically your heart has to get weighed with the feather of truth. And it's he- if it's heavier um, than the feather, then your heart gets eaten by, I think his name is like Sakbet, which is like a half crocodile, half bear type of like, it's basically Anubis's pet. Wow. Okay. 
So some chimera type of deal. Yeah, it's very that's crazy. Okay, yeah. I never oh. heard of any of it's that. A, wow. Research like the story of the afterlife. It's uh-huh. very interesting. But the wow. reverse that the feather is heavier. Yeah, then you get to go to you get to go to heaven. Heaven okay. work planes. Mm-hmm. There we go. As long as it's not like the, there's like you know, no like trick pyramids and it's yeah. like yeah. okay no, no. go faster. Oh, <laughs> this is for you, great great grandson. Oh. oh my god, no no <laughs> uh-huh. no no that would be no. terrible. That, that's that's dope, Ozzy. And thanks for coming up with a quick fact. I'll ask you another one soon. Oh, so uh, <laughs> I have many. My goodness, yeah, have, you're good. You can ask me uh-huh. any other. Like, uh-huh. You just ask me for a random. Oh fact. yeah yeah. I'll probably spill that something. Okay okay. I'll think of something. Okay. Give was, another one. Oh, oh no, no, wait. You asked. Um, you still want to go through with the astrology? Question? Oh yes. Yeah. Let, let, what's, what's your full? Give us the My full, full chart. Yes, yeah, so oh, I, wow. I could. Ooh. Go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, my sun sign is a Pisces. Sun sign is like the basic foundation of your personality and the sign that you were born under. So I'm Pisces, born March 3rd. Um, My rising sign, which is a sign that I come off as, which is an Aries. So a lot of people, when they meet me, they see that I'm so extroverted. Uh It's because of that Aries part of me. I'm very feisty and fiery and I have a lot of energy. Um, my moon sign, which controls emotions and how I process my emotions and express them, is in Sagittarius. And mm-hmm. Sagittarius are very adventurous. They love traveling. And they express themselves in a way where um, they're very funny. They like to kind of, um, they, they don't like to take life too like seriously at the same time they do have goals and passions that they want to achieve so that way they can reach a state of like bliss and happiness um i'm not done all right oh there's more (laughs) my mercury (laughs) wow which is um this all kind of ties into greek mythology but that's Uh a very long discussion (laughs) um but mercury is basically the roman name for the greek god Hermes, which is a communicator god. Mm-hmm. He's also the trickster kind of god. He likes to start gossip and nonsense between all the other gods and goddesses. So Mercury is all about communication, how you communicate your needs, wants, beliefs, morals, and how you accept like, how someone talks to you as well. And my Mercury is in Pisces. Same with my Venus. Venus, do with love, how I show love, um, accept love, give love to other people. And my Mars is in Libra and Mars has to do with like aggression and sex and like a bunch of other, just anything to do with like that's passion driven Uh, is Mars because Mars is the Roman name for the Greek God, um, Aries. So Aries is the God of war. Um, and those are like the main ones that I feel like everybody should know, but essentially if if you were to ask me, Hey, Delmar, what sign are you? Virgo. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't. Know, I thought like, I was, was so doing layered, right, honestly, just right? knowing that much. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I, the levels. I, a lot of people don't realize that with your birth chart, like we just actually no, backtrack with the sign that you are, like the zodiac sign. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't really resonate with that. It's because there are other aspects that play a part in your personality, and mm-hmm. you can you're basically more than one sign. Essentially, so. that makes sense. Uh, like mm-hmm. some nuance would make it a little bit better, I guess. And mm-hmm. I like to see like how it's a little well bit more goes. specific. Okay, as a side yeah, because like it's just like oh, you're one of twelve things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and every human is pretty much one of twelve things, right? Exactly. So, like that'd be a little strange. <laughs> she <laughs> almost right. jumped at me because I didn't. Do, do you know what time you're born? Yeah, I know. Oh, well, yeah. maybe well, that's I know, just me. Wait, well, I know, I know because I was just looking at my um, birth certificate like just mm-hmm. a little while ago. You know, well, for okay, paperwork, paperwork and such. Yeah, because she about jumped on me. I was just I like, did not. <laughs> her and her friend. Oh, <laughs> okay, it wasn't that deep. You're being very dramatic. It was deep. They were what trying happened? to tell. No, they were trying to. I've been seeing them TikToks. They'd be like, if she asks what sign you are, run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey, we just gotta, you did explain it very sure eloquently. That I'm like, okay, maybe you know, astrology isn't. But so she great. opened my eyes to uh, all this extra stuff. You know, so I'm just like, because there's extra. So stuff. when she goes, I'm just li- listening. Oh, wow. I'm just like. Wow! wow. Like, I'm, and I'm wow. actually listening, trying to take it all in. Cause, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like I said, Virgo. That's all I got. She that's was a Sagittarius. She was a Pisces connected to the Sagittarius. She was a Pisces connected to the Sagittarius because she's raging with the flames of Aries. I'm just like, 
wow. connecting the stories. Okay, so Aries knows Sagittarius. They, what's up, homies? Pisces chilling there. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like little mini connections. You know, mini me's. Yeah. With all different personalities. That's funny. That make up the me. I got to so. look into mine a little what, bit. What more. are you? I'm Capricorn. He's a Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah. He's a Capricorn. So what's what's the the Capricorn? What's like this is a Capricorn. Capricorns are all about their money. They're all, they're very career driven. Yeah. And it's not like in a way of like materialism. Capricorns seek stability because they are an earth sign, so they're very set on what the gives crap. them that sense of like peace and balance and for them that's career that's like moving forward that's like progression um that's making and to them i mean a lot of people think capricorns are super materialistic because they solely think about their money they're very good with finances they're good with just like finance you know (laughs) (laughs) um now i want to see if this is connected uh Mm -hmm. avatar universe what are you i would like to be what? Well, actually, I think these days fire. You know, like before it was water, but mm-hmm. now it's fire. Earth, I like. I never really like. Earth was always cool, okay. but like never was. I was, I was gonna mm-hmm. see if he was gonna say no. Earth. I was gonna see. Well, if that you was probably have maybe some fire in your chart, which Let is why me check. Because Capricorns, one thing about them is that they're known to be very dry, or they uh-huh. have very like stoic. Yeah, personalities. personalities. Yeah, that sounds stoic, yeah. And you don't have that. You're very inviting. And hi, <laughs> hi how are you? I just think you, <laughs> I think you might God's have will, some yeah. other. So like, low key, like there. when I'm by myself, yeah. I feel pretty stoic, honestly. Like, I'm just, you know, but then when I'm with right. people, then I guess it sort of turns back on, mm-hmm. you know, right. so. Yeah, it's the opposite yeah. for most guys. Everybody loves to have you in their presence. What can I say? This is true. We all want to have God's <laughs> Thank will. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Hello. Oh. So uh, we should ask you about your podcast, right? So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have that too. But no, no, like, yeah, like that set up. Like, how come you have the podcast? So, yeah, how'd you start the podcast? What's it called? What is it about? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. how'd you come up with the idea to do a podcast? So um, I came up with the idea because at the time I was just freshly um, out of a relationship, guy. Broke my heart. Damn. I'm not going to be dramatic about that. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Today. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We're not going to discuss that, even though you were there. Oh, it's wow. okay. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Were, okay. Yeah, you, were, you remember. Yeah, flashback. Remember. Wow. Yeah. Pepper's Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, I was still kind of coping with that. And at the uh-huh. same time, I just had a very, it, I just felt like a lot of my energy was just gone because mm that was going on I was also supposed to get um, knee surgery because I was in a car accident and y'all know I'm a dancer yeah Uh, I I was was like how are you doing with that by the way you it's won, a lot right? better. Uh-huh. Like, Although earlier, okay, so that's why your knee popped when we were showing her the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tear job. Yeah, the, the te- yeah, I'm yeah. I'm kidding. It's okay. <laughs> but um, supposed to get knee surgery, mm-hmm. and you know, we were kind of talking about it and all that jazz, and then February came around, and my stepbrother, mm-hmm. he lived in Germany, he committed suicide, and oh, um, it's thank you, I appreciate that. And though it's it's not really about oh how close were you with him or Still. anything like that. It's somebody that I cared about and I loved, and we kind of bonded because as much as we hated each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like oh like your dad is dating my mom, and right. you know it's like the loyalty to your original yeah. parent, uh-huh. you know your biological parent, Still and family. Yeah. At the same time, we bonded because we were in the same situation. Yeah. Right. You know, new family, new environment, and he was going through a lot of mental health issues and just hearing that he committed suicide. And I, I, it's not like I was like, Oh, what could I have, what could I have done? Mm -hmm. I was thinking, what can I do now to ensure that nobody gets in that situation? Cause I I was really good. Cause I was there too. Like I've attempted to commit suicide multiple times. You know, I've been there. I understand. And I had to walk myself out of it alone and to see someone attempt to or even try to vocalize that they need help mm-hmm. and didn't get that, you know, it stuck with me. And I didn't get the surgery. COVID happened. And I was like, OK, I'm just going to finish my master's and call it a day. But my goal after my master's was to do something, mm-hmm. you know, to so- reach people mm-hmm. and to kind of tap sort into of that creative, already yeah uh, like to tap into that creative side of me mm-hmm. but be able to help people i just didn't know how to do it and i was thinking a youtube channel or blog because i love writing 
But then I kind of found a healthy medium of doing podcasting, and I decided to name it The Butterfly Effect. Um, I dig it. A mental health podcast. It is on Spotify, Apple, all the lovely platforms out there. <laughs> Wherever you listen to podcasts, listen to The Butterfly Effect. <laughs> Now this is not a no. Never mind. <laughs> I know this is an ad. This is an ad. Go no, listen to it. And so I um, started that you know a month before I graduated, and it was just you know something for me to do because of course I, I also lost my job during the pandemic Dang. and was dealing with so many different things and I needed an outlet, and the podcast kind of you know manifested on its own and I remember. Um, kind of recording it in my closet. Um, <laughs> hey, which, best place to record. Oh, it is. Um, I, I was in that closet, yeah. Gilmar's <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you confessed. It's okay. It's, it's, it's the month for it, man. Oh, my gosh. We're here for you. We are. We're always here for you. <laughs> Thank you. You are not alone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Do I hijack the whole thing? <laughs> Anyways, you're recording in your closet? Yeah, I was... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was recording. You are not alone. No, sorry. I, okay. We are here with you. I hate y'all you. so much. Look, go. Though we're far hey. away. Go, Delmar. I'm here to say. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was really looking forward to hearing the rest of that in yes. the whole podcast episode. I forgot oh, that yeah. was a Michael Jackson song. Yeah, That's right. up there as a top one. Hey, oh, there we go. I am here with oh, you. Oh. And all you're far away. <laughs> Here's where the copyright strike comes. Right? It's like, that was Michael. All right. Copyright strike. No, Anyways. Back to the closet. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, um, essentially, you know, I was recording and mm. I was, I literally had a kind of like a little anxiety attack after wow. recording my first episode. And, and by yourself, too. By right? myself. Wow. Because. My thing was I don't like being cliche. I don't like to feel like I'm riding the wave because at the time Smash the mental that health like button and subscribe to <laughs> that. And- What's up, guys? Queen is in another psychology video. Oh, or just that, and on top of that, mental health was becoming uh, a like everybody's huge, talking about it right. That everyone moment. was talking about it. Everyone was creating Instagram pages and just mm-hmm. yeah, right, it was, yeah, it sort of like surface level almost, right? Yeah, like where it didn't really like. You know, oh, we all feel exactly. sad. They were so. looking for the attention, but they wasn't really. Yeah, right in the wave of, hey, yeah. everyone's depressed by COVID. So let's, you know. Let's yeah. dive into depression. And then yeah. we would talk about, like, you know, the surface level things. But Go no outside one was, and you won't feel so depressed anymore, right? Type yeah, of and no one was really getting in depth. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that I was giving justice to, you know, the topic that I wanted to discuss yeah. to the people that were going through those things and not just spoon feed them things that they've heard. Right. And it's been regurgitated for so long. Um, so basically, I recorded it and hated it, re-recorded the uh-huh. whole thing, uh-huh. and posted at like 6 a.m. Wow. And I didn't anticipate that it would become what it is right now. Yeah. Like right what now. numbers you hitting? Flex on them. What numbers you hitting? Ooh, how many am I hitting right Ooh. now? Hold on. I have to check. Oh, wait. Actually, I know. Uh, 2.5, like... Hey. Uh, place hey. right now. There we go. And I have like listeners from all over the world, and people will like, you know, message me on Instagram. And like this one girl, I'll never forget, she um, messaged me and she's like, You basically saved my life because I was about to commit suicide, and your podcast got recommended to me. Wow. And you saved my life. And that, hearing that, it's almost like I was like hearing my stepbrother. I'm like, I was like, I was able to help you. I was yeah. able to do what I intended to do. Yeah. And that's really nice. And that's kind of, it's like blossomed. mission accomplished yeah. more. Here we go. Yeah. And on top of that, like the, the name itself, I chose the butterfly effect because one butterflies are a very sacred symbol to me. It always has been a symbol of hope ever since I was really young. But the butterfly effect is a psychological theory where that the smallest incidences um, can create like a catastrophic change mm-hmm. or an event. That was an Ashton Kutcher movie, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a movie too. <laughs> I always think it, about the trailer, but I've never seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah. um, the top, and they kind of tie it to where if a butterfly were to flap its wings, mm-hmm. it causes a hurricane in like China uh, or something. Okay. Um, so it's like that kind of concept. And mm-hmm. with our lives, you know, with when we go through traumatic experiences, those tiny incidences, though we may not see the true impact of it at the at that exact moment there are bigger things that 
trauma can cause on a person and kind of going through those growing pains and having to unpack all of that and go through those changes and knowing you're going through them it's not easy and it's not hard and if you look at you know the metamorphosis process of a butterfly it's very glorified but to imagine like eating a bunch of leaves getting super fat and then like shedding like multiple times and then wrapping yourself up being claustrophobic as hell and then thinking you're going to break out and hopefully survive to be the beautiful being that you are. That's kind of just how life is. You're going to go through many changes. You're going Mm -hmm. to feel very uncomfortable. It's it's not a simple process at all. It's complex. And you don't know what the outcome is as much as you would like to believe there's a beautiful outcome at the end. But you're susceptible to falling or you're susceptible to not reaching those goals because trauma can hold you back. From that, And I wanted to name it that as like, hey, like I'm here to walk you through that process of change. I'm here to walk you through what you're going through, even though there's no one in your life that you can re- truly rely on. And maybe you're completely lost because a lot of people talk about the healing journey and the, the, you know, the journey of life and how life just happens. Sometimes you really do need to understand what path that you're on and know what exact steps that you're taking and where you're trying to really go because life is not just like life happens life will always just be as it is but sometimes you need to have like a different perspective as to okay what has led me up to the point that I'm at right now and am I going to allow certain things to continue to either hold me back or am I going to use these things to propel me forward? Yeah. Like you, if you know now you have the actual mm-hmm. wisdom, or, you know, you have to make a decision. Like, yeah. will you actually change or will you go back to what's comfortable? Right. Right. And sometimes, you know, when people say, yeah, you just need to change, you know, it's just something that happened in the past. Just like let even go know of it. What it it's was. like, yeah. How are you supposed to know? what happened in the past and what is deemed to actually have been traumatic. You. And yeah, exactly, you. like what you said, the butterfly and, effect. Huh? Right, it's wow. like some things you just don't know. Like, it, for example, if you've been living in a, a household of abuse, you think that's normal. It's become normalized. Mm. And then you get older and you start either exhibiting those behaviors or you end up attracting partners or friends that are that way. And you just think it's normal. And right. it's not until you experience something that's the opposite mm that's supposed to be healthy then you understand what is toxic and then you're able to be like wow this is this is different <laughs> yeah, i was like you gonna talk about nope <laughs> i was like eh. no that's what you have yeah the next door yeah yeah yep. that's what i was thinking oh, like, yeah, that's that. what you were thinking about. i mean i thought so too i was, I was like, like you just need to talk to her it's that way we have healthy i feel like behaviors. a lot of people talk like come up to me like yeah queen so i have this friend <laughs> <laughs> you need you to fix her right <laughs> she's crazy and she's gonna hurt me <laughs> and others so please so we can get the, together right? it's just you know it's a process yeah. but that's kind of like the the way I view things mm-hmm. and how, just as you said, like the butterfly effect of actually yeah. transmorphic. Yeah. And right. just to imagine if someone, I think I was, I was watching a Ted talk today where there's actually a law, an ongoing study, uh, that's been going on, I think since like 1940 something wow. of it, seeing children as they develop through time. Like mm-hmm. they basically follow, I think over like a thousand children mm-hmm. from literally as, when they're born to old age and they've been watching you know the type of environment they lived in and how they developed in order to understand the key to child development and everything like that and they mark down to you know there are certain things that they go through that leads them either down the wrong path and they're more susceptible to suicide or poverty or um you know obesity or depression or whatever and then there are some that take different routes because certain things had to happen, mm-hmm. you know, whether the parents were attentive or, um, you know, there was a mentor. There's always somebody mm-hmm. that kind of steps that sort of in shifts them from and shifts they them from that because wow. it shifts their perspective. And I don't know if I like that. Anime was that for me. And that's the thing, like parents play a huge role in how we develop because ever since we're really young, Mm -hmm. we depend on them because we're vulnerable. We know nothing about the world and we look to those that are giving us what is deemed to be as comfort and shelter and safety. And that's just like the, you know, I guess animalistic part of just survival. Right. And so we're looking at these caretakers and we're we're not really expecting anything. We're just 
seeing what they do and we're mimicking it. Mm-hmm. And then we get older, we get used to it. And that's why you might, you know, as you get older and you decide, you know, certain things for yourself and you understand you have free will and you're growing, you have your own experiences aside from experiences that you've had with your family that then you can look back and say, wait a second. Like maybe there's a disconnect. Yes. There's something going on here. Yeah. Honestly, college was that for me, like where, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, okay, now I get to finally define what I want to be for myself. Right. And then I was able to see what I liked, you know, Mm -hmm. choose my own role models, I guess. Or I also get lucky that, you know, certain people looked out for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just had so many different mentors, like I think like when I was in college, you know. Uh, and then I got to figure, and also honestly, anime involved. Sprinkled in a little bit. And you know what? Yeah. And that's you know, it comes to it. You know, even things that we use as coping mechanisms, mm. like anime, things that can kind of take us away from situations that you know aren't comfortable and make us feel very vulnerable. And whether that's anime, that's manga, that's you know, comic books, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Those things not only they, those things can teach us about things that morals and values and that we've never really experienced from our parents or things we never yeah i feel like cartoons and you know Mm -hmm. things i see on tv they were like real role models in a way Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. you know sort of sad to say in a way don't get wrong i had like human role models you know people i knew but then also like it was really cool to see like you know these fictional characters and be like hey i think i want to be something like that you know but Mm -hmm. really more so like you know the physical role models you know that I honestly yeah. like sort of guided me to be more of who I am and more of like what I want honestly exactly which I'm grateful for wow yeah that's like the whole aspect of just developing as a person and growing is that it's ongoing and you might never know where that growth is going to take you yeah. and how the things that you go through. And this is something I personally had to learn. And I don't like it when people I get it when people get kind of upset when you say, oh, what you're going through right now is going to be a learning lesson for someone else. Because we're not guinea pigs. Okay? Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to live like my that. life. It made me right. cringe. Good right now. Yeah, right? We're not here. I'm not to trying to be an example for somebody con- else. Right. We're not here to reap the consequences of someone else's decisions yeah. just to be a parable or a life lesson for someone. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> However, I do think that when you do reach a place of trust in yourself and hope and balance, then you're able to reflect on the things that happen in your life and move forward knowing that you've forgiven the situation. And if someone else were across your path that is going through something similar, you can offer empathy mm-hmm. and you can give them that safe space to speak their truth. So that way they're able to learn how to be courageous and confident the way that, you know, you have decided to embody that based off of a similar situation. Wow. I think that a lot of people just try to, you know, kind of, compile everything together as like no you are the example here the life lesson like mm-hmm. no I'm I did not sign a contract when I came on this earth to be a life lesson for Timmy on the street that was not Ain't that the facts, know, that's right. not it at all <laughs> first of all I want to say you're very good at this like I'm like I can see how you have a podcast like I'm I feel like I've learned quite a bit already oh my god really yes like so I'm like this is really good you know making me analyze my life I'm like huh well, you this know. became a whole psychology podcast. yeah you know I'm just sort of like it on she flipped it. Ooh, it's like, huh. I did that. Am uh, I a good person? Wait, this was a setup? This was just an intervention to get me to analyze my life? I'm already okay, mom. I don't is need this. Is there a butterfly oh, effect? No, right, no, is right. this? Oh, my gosh. This <laughs> really starting It's really starting up. And then uh, now I would like for you to give me a uh, random astronomy fact. Ooh. Okay. Did you know that Saturn reigns? I think it's Saturn. Don't clock me on this, anybody out there. <laughs> Comments. Um, actually, no, it's on Pluto. Ooh, I know I'm okay, correct. Okay, okay, fixed. Um, it rains Comets. sapphires and diamonds. Wow. What? I think that is still a valid fact. And for everyone out there, Pluto's a planet. You can clock me on that. Yeah, I think they right. reinstated He's it, small. They did. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. Oh, did Pluto, it get reinstated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think back Recently. in... Recently. No, it was like back in 2000. You know... 12? Really? Okay. Yeah, I might be, right. be wrong. Hey, I think you, but were you one of those people kinda, that was like really like... Yes. Yeah, they took stuff. it off. Yeah. I was upset. No, no, no. Just pissed off. Because oh. I'm just like, that doesn't affect It us. does affect us. Gosh darn it. I understand it's, where they're coming from. We just learned from. about astrology, man. 
understand. <laughs> I understand where they're coming from. It's a dwarf planet. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. But it's still but one still, of us. A dwarf planet is just a star, alone, right? Yeah. All right, it's miles it goes on away. Our orbit, you know, and we it's learned weird. about it when we were kids. We have, we can accept weirdos. Look at Saturn with its rings. Look at Jupiter with its like big red blister. Like, <laughs> see, that's one of the things I'm kind of different on. Just like, cool, it's a planet. Oh, it's not a planet. Okay. You know, I, isn't a, I, yeah, I was those people like Pluto's a planet. I was with you, Queen. Okay, you need to get with us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need care. No. I'm not fighting for y'all, but I'm not fighting against y'all. I'm just, hey, I'm just fine. here. I'm just, oh, animals. random also fact. Uh-huh. Since I talked about the red blister on Jupiter, yeah, I, like, I just feel like it has a big like, pimple. Huh? Um, <laughs> I'm totally like, kidding. No, but that's it's actually a, a storm. It's been an ongoing storm wow. since the beginning of time. I'm sure, but it's getting smaller. Wow. So Jupiter's losing. It's been Jupiter taking it's been taking therapy, you know, proactive. And now, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's slowly going away. Ah, uh, no more pain. You think something like that will affect like its trajectory and shit and stuff? I'm not too sure. I mean, if it's going on since the time, it's like a storm. No, like, it's not like that at all. Okay, I think it's powerful. just. I think it might affect the overall. Like it's a, like it's a gas giant, right? Of, it is okay, a gas okay. giant. So it's, maybe it'll make it more calm somehow, maybe? <laughs> make it more calm. Yeah, no, It won't be ah. as gassy. <laughs> I did not try Your to make a joke. but <laughs> no. Why no. would you do that? <laughs> but yeah, I Thank you, I Queen. I appreciate you. you. <laughs> New host. You're done filming. <laughs> <laughs> it's our house, too. <laughs> Leave the keys. Oh, you kicked me out. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, we're, we're taking everything. Yeah. I'll go back to Cali. I'm going, what? going back, back to oh, Cali, Cali. Hey, why is it all for? Come visit. Uh, okay. There you go. So, <laughs> Compromise. Yeah. All right. That with that. So, um, wait. Sorry, you were about to say something about the gas giant, or? Oh no, I already did. All right, cool. I, now I'm thinking of like so many random fun facts. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, hey, I, I'm glad you're give actually us, providing. Give it us, to us a throughout. random fact about something just left field. Okay, this is a Greek mythology um, like story. So, um, you guys have wow, heard of Artemis and <laughs> yeah. Selene. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Artemis, yes, Selene. Artemis. Okay, so Artemis is the um, she is the sister to Apollo. Okay, and she's the huntress yes. type of like goddess and stuff. She completely shuns away from like sex and men, and she's all about just you know doing feminine. She's work. a very like huge um i guess symbol for like um strong independent woman yeah kind of um and her dynamic because she's also apparently like the goddess of the moon but she gets kind of confused with selene who's also the goddess of the moon but selene is all about like the sex (laughs) (laughs) and basically i think she fell in love well she was you know up in her little she was up in the sky mm-hmm. and she was looking down at this handsome, it's kind of a handsome prince or a handsome king or shepherd, a human. you know, human being. Uh-huh. Um, and she basically would admire him. And then she went to go whine to Zeus. <laughs> She's like, give me a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, who? And he's, she's like, I want him. I forgot his name. He has a very interesting, it starts with an E, mm-hmm. but, um, basically Zeus makes him, um, be asleep forever. Wow. And she has 50 kids with him. Wow. Oh, oh. Damn. That's God. a, see, you said a very left field <laughs> yeah, yeah, type yeah. of fun fact. There you, you go. That's you, the first one that came to my mind. That's a good one, actually. I, I never heard of it. Because it makes you wonder, I mean, like, damn. you know. Yeah, that was left field. There you go. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> He that was really just good. Be a, a way Very to enjoy that. I mean, I'm pretty sure he would have been willing. Because you know, there's many different types of love that is described just with but you know from the love. Greeks. No, that's, no, so that's the thing. I mean, Greek stories <laughs> so is like happier than others. Yeah, like, they just kind of transformed into whatever so, they want and fucked whatever they. Yeah. Want. Well, the thing is that you know you have. I think there's like seven different types of love, and for her, it started off as like eros, which is kind of like the physical attraction uh-huh, type of passion, love. Passion, I guess, right? Not necessarily the passion. It's just like the physical, physical attraction. attraction. Okay, like you're attracted to that person like i just want to trust 
Just like it's mm. it's similar to less. It's kind of like I just I want to have sex with you and and that's no, it's it. just it's just more like wow that thing is so pretty and oh, like then oh. it kind of it can like turn an admiration, yeah it I can guess. it can turn now arrows into more passionate it turns into more passionate to the to the point where it can be sexual okay you know but then but from is that just like admiration of it like wow that thing is really in a good way looking. Okay. but it borders the whole being just sexually attracted to something Mm -hmm. and just by physicality alone. And so the type of love that she was, it it ended up becoming was like mania, which is like an obsessive Uh type of love, you Uh know, stalker ish. I mean, was I mean, she had fifty kids with, with a dude that's, that's not sleeping. stalker. That's that's right. yeah. That's, that's the next level right there. Yeah, and that's you know that's it, that's very left field. Yeah, you know it was. Wow, it happens to guys. Oh God, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, no one do that. That's don't bad. do that. Hey, yeah, death by snoo snoo though. Snoo that's different. You know, snoo snoo. Well, the uh, for me when you hear about these like mythologies and and things like that, you really have to put yourself in the mind of the people <laughs> of how they would because uh, as opposed to how you know are you christian yeah you know? okay so with christianity thinking about god you're thinking about the, the him being the embodiment of all things that is good uh-huh. you know all uh, that surpasses us uh-huh. In Greek mythology, or the way that other cultures depict their gods and goddesses, is that they are being their most authentic self, doing whatever the hell they want to do. Uh, whenever. Because they are they higher. Because they can. They yeah. have the power. Yeah. So that includes the good and the bad. I see. You know? Uh-huh. They try to show them in their true Just the form. most almost selfish things that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they want to do. If yeah. they want to help that's, people, that's because they want to help people. Yeah, that's if why. If they want to kill people, they just kill people. Wait, so or, was that yeah. Artemis who did that or was that Selene who did no, that? No, no, no. That's, um, that's Selene. Selene. Okay, okay. I was yes. like, Artemis did that? I oh, think yeah. the, the shepherd's name was like Eridophilus. I don't know. Something. It starts with yeah. an E. Okay. I'll can read it. Cool, you said, was it in eternal sleep? No, he was asleep. Like he was just in a field, asleep, just chilling, taking a nap. Right for like, well, like nap, for a long time. For a long time. Yeah, he like, like he didn't wake up like when. He I just say, was kids, it right? an eternal sleep or was it okay? I want to have sex. Eternal sleep. sleep. No, eternal sleep. So he like, just Zeus died. put him to sleep forever. Damn. Damn. What a crazy way. The more you know. Damn, yeah. That nigga was just farming, bro. <laughs> I mean, if the story be like varies. That, man. Some people say it was a prince. Some people yeah. say it's a king. Some people say He was doing what he was doing, and then yeah. this happened. He was minding his own business. Yeah, because the God mm-hmm. said, I want him, and they And, and daddy like, said, all right. It is what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Wow. Well, well couldn't be well, me. I was about to say it couldn't be me, but I had I mean, no choice. Okay. I mean, it could. You know, in coma. I but. would fight. I would. No, I would. You, how would you fight? You know, there's so many video somebody. games about fighting the gods, right? You're God like, how about a podcast? It? And then Is you figure out a way. That was going to happen. We're going to go find the medium and Ghostbusters and uh, Ghostbuster. Men in Black. Well, yes. You know what? Yeah, the Men in Black. Yes. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, exactly right. All of them. Gonna, Don't remember We'll anything. save you, Delmar. We'll <laughs> it's not me. It's her. No, you're the one who's going to sleep. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Why don't you just sleep? There you go. <laughs> That's gonna happen to you. Just go to sleep. Oh, let me let me uh, come back to to yeah. your your podcast part. Uh, yes, you know, it's like now, you know, now we figured out like who you are, why you did it, all that. You know, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like what's what's I guess like one tip you would give to people as they're getting back into society now during this time, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the, having all the baggage and I guess the cocooning that had to happen mm-hmm. during COVID. Yeah. You know, now that we're starting to hopefully get out of it, um, you know, I know people are starting to feel like awkward and mm-hmm. like just like uh, unable to like try to connect Social with people again. Gal. Yeah, I guess. Do you have any like tips for that? Maybe, you know, a little bit of something that people can take away right this moment. And sh- yeah, yeah. I think I don't think anybody should go back to normal per se. Like how you were acting prior to COVID. I, like I feel that. like COVID was kind of an opportunity for everyone for to growth. reflect yeah. and to grow. Yeah. And even if you, you, it's not like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to grow while mm-hmm. everyone's out there dying. And <laughs> there's, grow. I'm just here for growth. <laughs> I'm no, I so just think woke that, now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just very important to kind of, now that we're slowly coming out of it, you know, as far as other states go, um, know that to not take life for granted, not take the opportunity to connect with others for granted and being able to learn new things. Cause I feel like with COVID, a lot of people started to become, I feel like we got a little bit more in touch with that human side of us. That's just curious. And we're going to try to learn how to survive 
in so many different ways and we're going to figure it out how to be creative how to you know surpass um you know being at the surface level with just life like i feel like covid opened the eyes to so many people that you can do anything that you set your mind to and also there are different avenues to get to the same destination because covid has changed a lot with how people search for jobs more people are starting like you know their own businesses Mm -hmm. i feel like we're starting to reach a point of being more creative and thinking outside of the box which i think is fantastic and for everyone um to just prioritize your mental health but also recognize and reflect what you really want to do you know covid did set a lot of people back and even like i feel like it set people back in order for them to kind of reset and then look at things differently in order to propel and move forward yeah because i don't think that anybody should be coming out of this long pandemic not having a different unchanged or not wanting to go to back to what normal was yeah Yeah, you know i i feel like no one will truly be that way but it's nice to recognize that you've changed and to not be afraid of change you know because change is going to happen knock on your door bust in whether you like it or not yeah and you have to it's not about being prepared it's about accepting and it's about trusting that Whatever is going to happen is going to blossom and you're going to grow in a way that you're supposed to. And it's not just about you. I feel like as like I feel like with me personally, COVID taught me a lot about how human beings are very selfish and we should be doing a lot more with giving and helping other people. And it's not about giving thousands of dollars to charity. Mm -hmm. It's about time and energy to others. Right. Exactly. And cultivating, creating stronger connections with people. Mm -hmm. And COVID taught us ways to try and do that, even though we weren't face to face. Uh And I think we should continue to do that. Yeah. That's how we become better people. Wow. That is, I'm super happy I asked that question because you gave the wonderful, most best answer I've, I could have imagined for that. Yes. Oh, yeah. She already had that locked and loaded. Even hesitate. She, she's Scotty. ready to go. Look, I'm saying you are a professional at this. Like, you just, boom. What's what's the astronomy fact? Boom. What's the Egypt fact? Boom. Tell us about your childhood. Boom. You know, just. Sounds like my functional fire. anxiety. I loved it. No, that was, boom. I need to have you on the podcast a lot more often, you know? I am always down for that. I, I think that my mind just always goes. Going and I'm thinking of 10,000 different things. You're wonderful so. at this. Like, this is great. Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm going to gonna... be a lot of this me on the on the video just because, like I said, I see her yeah. quite often. I'm just, <laughs> just enjoying the interaction. That's good. You know, well, I wish good. I saw you more often. Like, you, you're you wonderful. Because, you know what? She I, don't want so you hurt. To, I don't want you to belittle your own role yeah. in this because, no. to be honest with you, I feel like there's always, you know, a certain dynamic and an you know, how things are kind of distributed with energy and everything. Mm. And you are contributing in a way where it creates a, a like a lighthearted and yet Absolutely. stable, calm, calming effect. Yes, right. Delmar. You, you know? honestly, thank you both for being on this because oh, seriously, like, yeah, was, like you, you were wonderful, like in, you know, good vibes the whole time. And oh, in fact, this whole room, like right? I've, I've, I've <laughs> known you both for so long and I've seen you both grow in the most amazing ways. And I think it's just great to see not who you are now, but to already get a glimpse of who you're going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. And I'm just super excited to see all the projects and things you do. We, we had to get together because <laughs> the last time he was in town, she called. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Getting Whataburger. I was so upset. <laughs> With God's will. Hey. God's will goes, hey. She goes, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I did. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, I, I meant to have seen you, but yeah, I guess it's just so many times. And you know so what? Much. That's completely okay because <sighs> everything aligns in the way it's supposed to yeah and when you meet someone and you're finally interacting with them it's always going to be pure and out of pure intentions because you're going to be doing like this right now just us talking could have shifted so many things in all of our lives yeah i mean it's it's making me really think about like hey why do i do things and how can i think about how the other person does things right Mm -hmm. why you know this talk the, the talk before we started Open, open. Yeah, open your- I mean, I, that, that was uh, that was quite <laughs> the enlightening conversation too. Well, yes. you know, yeah, always I, here too. Well, I, I love talking with you, Queen. I hope to talk yes. to you a lot more. Of course. And tell Thank us once so again much. what's the name yes, of your podcast. Please, where do people where, listen where, to where you? can we do find this you? professionally? Ah, well, 
Um, you can find me on um, my uh, personal Instagram, which is your dot m a j three s t y. So Majesty. Majesty. It's just the uh, E is a three because three is my favorite number. Uh, <laughs> born in the third. Come ooh, on, y'all, connect ooh, the dots. Ooh. And yes, her name is Queen. Yes. Y'all many times. Oh, is her oh name really Queen? Yes, yes name, my real name. Is just Queen. like his name I is God's will. Yes, I'm still one of the first interactions I have with God's will is like, bro, that's your end. Your name is God's will. Like, God's will. I guess so. Yeah, no. But honestly, I was like, for a no, long time, same, I was like, I feel the same way. People are like, oh, yes, queen, you're a queen. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> How many God's will jokes do you do? How many queen jokes do you do, right? And it's like, uh, I guess yeah. enough. So uh, people or, are like, queen, like the band. I'm like, well, yeah, I love queen. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Ready to sing Rhapsody anytime. Let's go. Oh, for sure. But fitness still um, is where we can find you? Yes. yes. Um, so that's my personal Instagram. <laughs> so your dot magic. I'm sure they'll tag me and put stuff on or yes. whatever. Um, and my um, my podcast uh, Instagram is the Butterfly Effect Podcast underscore. Oh. And then you can find the Butterfly Effect. Um, it's a purple logo um, with a little purple butterfly on it. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple. Um, stream it. Share it with your friends. Um, tell me which episodes you like. Yeah. Tell me what you want me to talk about. Ooh. I'm just so requests open. Requests are requests open. Requests are open. I like that. And guest requests are Ooh. open, too. Oh, wouldn't you like God's to have somebody as a, as a guest? Would you like to be a guest? I would love to. Thank you so much. Oh I have gosh. lots of problems yes. to talk about. No, I'm oh, my God. He's no. like, here's my trauma. <laughs> yes. Fix it. Help me, queen. <laughs> no. Honestly, mm. I feel pretty stable so far. Oh. We'll see. You get the experience, the closet. Oh. Oh, yes. I'm going closet. to the closet. It's very cozy. <laughs> e. well, you enjoyed it. Hey, it was fun. Ooh. It was our, fun. our conversation sounds was like good. quite the experience. I'm excited for this. <laughs> Thank you. Before we go, one last uh, what type of fact we ask for? Hmm. hmm. I guess give us a forensic psychology fact. Oh. Ooh. Oh, this is so grotesque to end on. Do but okay. It. Um, <laughs> finish it. Finish it. Uh so I'm gonna try to make this as short and sweet as possible. Um, but there was I don't, I don't want to say he's one of my favorite cases. That's kind of like <laughs> No, weird. dude. I feel like you've earned the you right know? to say favorite cases when you got your masters in, you know, this whole field. You <laughs> so know? everyone talks about Jeffrey. Aren't you Dahmer. going back to school? Oh, Yes. Because wow. she ain't get, done. No. Wow. She ain't done. Yes. Post back or PhD? I'm getting my PhD. Wow. In psychology. Wow. With an emphasis in cognition and instruction. Wow. So understanding the brain. You know? Nonstop. Okay. I know. I don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So continue the case, yeah? Okay. So um, everyone talks about Jeffrey Dahmer, which is the most, like, it's the most annoying case. Because, <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel a like lot the of way other, that people based like the world. They have yeah. that's like the whole world revolves yeah. around him or um, Charles Mason. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it, but any of them. Mm-hmm. I think their story. I don't want to say boring because it's not. That's so rude. It's just sort of been played out by this point. It like has, we've seen you know, movies and documentaries on them. Oversaturated. Let it go. Yes, there know? we go. Perfect. This story is about. Ed Gein. Mm. Ed Gein um, was isolated in a farmhouse with his um, mom. He was living with his mom and his brother because I think his dad left or was, um, you know, died at a, at a certain age. And Ed was very introverted, very close with his mom because his mom was like one of those heavy religious people um, that told him that people were bad and basically instilled him with a lot of just like ideas and beliefs just about other people so he idolized his mom very much and um when his mom died he was very devastated and you know he was a very quiet guy and he worked at i think like a hardware store and i think the daughter of the person that owned the hardware store ended up missing and there were a bunch of women that ended up missing and it's because ed had killed them and he was this is so grotesque. I am. So, I apologize. <laughs> he basically made like a woman's suit out of their skin and things because he wanted to be his mother so badly and he wanted to like be in tune with her. Um, he had furniture made out of like their skin and he had a nipple belt, wow. which my brother jokes about like <laughs> heavily. Um, and he got caught. And I mean, he didn't really like 
make any fuss about it. I mean, there was a uh, just a dead body in the barn, just hanging there because he was draining the blood so he can like yeah. cut it up. Yeah, fun fact. Wow, I saw. Yeah, research I, the story though because mm, it's Ed very Gein, yeah. it's very interesting to at least psychoanalyze and understand how it you know it came about and how he ended up getting developed into the person he was but yeah he was a murderer and don't do that y'all don't murder people don't listen murder to the people. story all right don't make nipple take nipple nothing else from his podcast don't murder what don't a, murder people what a way to come to a close on but that. Yeah, on a happy <laughs> it note, is perfect hey, hey i feel better what? now i'm Actually, like yeah don't murder people but also on a happy note um Positivity is contagious, and yes. it's important to always spread. Not you. Po- <laughs> Not <Sorry>. you. <laughs> positive energy. <laughs> no, positivity is contagious, and I think uh, it's really important <laughs> to um, spread that. You know, you know, don't spread COVID. Spread positivity. Oh. And you know, nice. whatever you're going through, whatever is happening in your life right now, I hope that. It's, it's not about it getting easier. I hope that you're able to approach it in a healthy manner and you're able to process your emotions and, you know, give um, validation to what you're feeling in order to take those necessary steps to start healing from that. And whether you do need to go to a friend, you need to go to a family member or even like this podcast or other podcasts or other um, ways to help yourself. Don't be afraid to put yourself first and to show some love because love is important. So, and that's all game. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Queen. You're this was welcome. so wonderful having you on. You're I welcome. feel happier, positive. I'm oh, so glad. There we go. I'm, I'm a beautiful Jeezing. butterfly. Cheesing. Fly. Fly away from the trouble and trauma. <laughs> Thank you so Why much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the tagline. That's for free. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. I'm going to have you back us. on because it is wonderful just listening to you, like uh, everything with this. This, of is, this is great. I'm here for you. As always, stay dope, folks. Peace. Peace.